Pickaxe. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Monday evening, it's 2011, and you're listening to One Life Left. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. I like the way you said that the year was almost the time. It's Monday night. It's 2011. <laughs> I was and prior- this is 7 o'clock. That's prioritise. Prior- prior- I, I was saying things in order of importance. That was a, um, that was a, a kind intro from Jack on the bike show, wasn't it? It was. Wasn't it? But he's right. This is going to be our biggest show of the year. Of our lives. So far. So far. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, yeah, did you see the sort of post that the bike show got? Yeah, handmade. Hand- handmade post. Handmade. Welcome to One Life Left. We are a video game radio show. If you have never listened to us before, you are in for a treat. Yeah, write in um, using your hands and uh, let's let's show show the bike show up. And you'll want to write in after the biggest show we've (laughs) ever done this year. Uh, We have a bumper show coming up with uh, loads of new features. And by loads, I mean an old feature (laughs) that we haven't played for ages and some dear old friends back Refreshed for 2011. Excellent. We have all the things you've come to expect from Britain's favourite. Is that what we are at the moment? Britain's favourite radio, maybe video game radio rooms. show. Yeah, so our we've got, favourite. We will have news and we will have reviews. We'll have some chat, just general chat about video games. Like this, you know? like this. We're <laughs> just this sort of banter <laughs> is what you can expect. Don't call it it's that. nice to see you guys again. I just like Anne walked in. She was beaming, wasn't she? She was she like, really. She was giggling. Yeah, because she was so excited. I think it was exciting. because she. You know what she said to me. Well, I don't. No, I'm not you. Four solid gold jokes in the news. Oh, no, she told me five. No, I actually told you two. Because you I told us two what? No, I told Steve four, then I reread them. I only think two of them are solid. Okay, really? Well, let's so. come down. Hey, how was your, your break, Anne? Um, it was really nice. I had a lovely time. What did, what did you do? Uh, just eating and running. Okay, that's pretty, pretty festive. Much some of it. Uh, what about you? Yeah, how mine was, was awesome. I had, I had the best time. The best time? Hmm. Pretty much. Interesting. Um, because every time we go out, you tell me you are, you are having the best time. <laughs> Everything gets better and better, Anne. It you really should know does. that. What about you, Steve? I had an excellent time, too. We were sorry not to see you at the Christmas party. Oh, we were. I am. I was absolutely devastated not t- to be there, obviously. Did your mum say you weren't allowed out? Yeah, I got grounded. <laughs> too much mischief. Uh, no, I was uh, I was very very ill uh, at that point. Everyone's been ill this Christmas. They I have. Found. Like everyone's had like really bad colds or flu or yeah. whatever. Um, I was fine after that after that horrible day, but I had to miss our own Christmas party. Aww. But from what I hear, what I hear, total went, success. Went really well, was. I say total. Um, it, we had a bad idea towards the end, didn't oh, we? Oh, Simon, we are going to talk about this. <laughs> okay, <laughs> maybe we won't talk about it later in the you show. You had to be there. It's a 
7.04 on Monday the 10th of January. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. A spate of red rings of death has been blamed on Kinect. Gamers have claimed their consoles crashed after plugging in Microsoft's motion controller peripheral. A Microsoft spokesperson told the BBC any new instances of the three flashing red lights error are merely coincidental. This is basically computers rebelling against human control. Couple this with all the dead blackbirds and we're pretty much on course for the apocalypse. Was that a joke? No, that was just... That was just oh, science. Really? That, that was, was science. just science. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good, yeah. Oh, you wait. So this is nonsense, isn't it? What? They're, they're saying that they're not connected? Uh, no, connected. the other way around. I, I assume that it is not connected. Like, can, uh, 360s break all the time, right? But not all of them after you've plugged a connect in. Well, on the law of averages, it's going to happen to some of them, and some people are going to go, well, it must be to do with that. I think, maybe. Don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I uh, got all that information from Anne. They were maybe saying can... that it was um, mainly related to old Xboxes. Which break the all the time. Xbox 360s. I've still got my, my original Xbox 360. Has not... it ever broken? No. Have you used it? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't used it in a while. I am going to use it soon. Interesting. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm going to have to bring it downstairs. Really? Bring it out of the naughty room. <laughs> this is where it's been. Um, yeah, no, mine's still original, so I'm a, I'm a little wary of plugging Connect into it, but um, that's fine because I don't own it at home yet. So, so I think I think this is a nonsense story. It was Newsround that broke this. You think you think it is to do with the Connect, or uh, I think th- I think it must be. Yeah, I think it must be as well. And which so means I'm outvoted. Yeah, I'm outvoted. Sorry. <laughs> The new year rise in VAT has meant the price of video games in the UK has gone up. An increase from 17.5% to 20% means that a game that used to cost £39.99 is now priced at £40.99. A spokesperson for game told MCV they intend to combat the rise with more special offers and promotions. Here's a joke to make the whole situation more bearable. Who is the government's favourite man band? Take that. (laughs) Was that one of... Was a joke. It was. Was it, it in the top said, two? Here's a joke. Yeah, oh. it was in the top two. Okay. I think the second of the, the two. Really? Yeah. So still, okay. Okay. The best one still to come. Okay, exciting. <laughs> Did you work out whether the, that increase from seventy five, seventeen point five to twenty percent means an increase of a pound on a game that used to be thirty nine ninety nine? No, I copied that. Right. <laughs> if only there was a way of working that out. Calculator. Yeah. Mm. Did that not cross your mind? No. Maybe Not someone, when it's already right in front of my face. Maybe someone can email in urgently. Yeah, whether that is a fair Do and you honest have a name rise. for your, uh, like, your news cubs? Is that what they're called? <laughs> yeah, yeah, news cubs. News cubs. One of the One Life Left news cubs can email in uh, and tell Anne whether £1 is a fair rise. Yeah, that's you, Tom Bramwell. <laughs> Tom oh, Bramwell he's just cub. my cub. <laughs> you were getting annoyed at Brammers. Was I? That, th- that sounds like me, but I can't remember why. He stole something off us. The news? Took something that can never been never be replaced. <laughs> right. I didn't realise we started um, discussing our private correspondence <laughs> on, on the radio. <laughs> um, I just pointed something out that he'd said, that's all. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> what about that time you said that thing about him or her? scientists have said Nintendo's warning not to allow children under six to play the 3DS is rubbish. A professor of paediatrics and ophthalmology at Washington, Washington University told the New York Times the fact you'd watch 3D in a theatre or a video, video game should have zero deleterious impact whatsoever. The American Optometric Association even went as far as to say 3D visuals may help to uncover disorders that can lead to learning difficulties. If you listen carefully you can hear a bunch of three-year-olds going mental for this news. That word again? Yeah, that word Which again. Word? The D oh. word. Oh, deleterious. Now, what does that sure mean? Sure about the pronunciation? It, yeah. Deleterious? deleterious. Oh, I did look Dele- it up on the internet. Tom Bramwell, can you email in? Yeah. <laughs> News uh, cub. It just means um, bad for your health. Oh, really? Does yeah. it? Why didn't he say bad for your health? Then? Because he's a professor of paediatrics and ophthalmology. <sighs> paediatrics. Kids. Burned down his house. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Anne? Are you, are you going to um, accept that? Am I going to allow my child? Yeah. What? <laughs> yes. You've been busy over Christmas. Yeah, I've got a child now. I don't. Um, I think, would you, like, would a three-year-old know what to do with a 3DS? I, I You've think, got one. What, a three-year-old or a 3DS? A child. I have neither. <laughs> I do have a child. Would you trade a three-year-old yes. for a 3DS? <laughs> yes. Which way? Um, horizontally. <laughs> <laughs> 
no, I, I'd be, I would be a little wary of it scrambling its brains. Going a little bit cross-eyed. Yeah. It'd be quite cute, though, wouldn't it? Would be funny. Ooh, yeah. oh, <laughs> I can't see. Oh. Yeah. Wouldn't uh, be funny when he fails his QPR medical because he's been playing th- too much 3DS. Absolutely all. not funny. They'd be banished from the family. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, these, these things, uh, we haven't been doing them long enough to um, understand if there are any sort of long-term effects, have we? No. So, so let's just are... keep doing yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> Let, let's find out. <laughs> is to cut online support for several of its games in the near future. First to feel the big axe this week will be The Lord of the Rings, The Battle for Middle-Earth 2 for Xbox 360, and The Sims Carnival won't be feeling so fun after January the 16th. February will see the downfall of some EA sports titles. EA has said the decision to retire these games was not easy. Don't worry about the game, so One Life Left has heard EA's retirement facilities are well above par. Good. That wasn't number one, was it? No. Okay. okay. Still, still, to to come. Come. still to come. Still to come. Yeah, one of them's... Um, isn't it Road to the World Cup or like from 2000? It's the ones that are two years ago. Yeah. Like the 2009 ones, I think. Do you think anybody's still playing them? Well, this is the 1%. thing. 1%. I, I bet it wasn't a difficult decision to. No, to absolutely tell them, not. Number one, I bet very few people were playing them. And number two, it's quite a good reason to kick those people off. Yeah, stop it. Go and, go and get FIFA 11. What's the matter with you? Mm. What is the matter with you? Yeah, Britain's current number one. Is it? Yeah. Have you got it? I do have it, yeah. Mm. Any. Different to FIFA 10? No, but FIFA 10 was brilliant, so... Yeah, yeah. so it's fine. Yeah. And finally, just when you thought you'd heard all the Wii-related jokes... Uh, all the Wii-related game jokes... This Sega is ambitious, Anne. Makes, oh, shut up. <laughs> Sega goes and makes a console for Japanese urinals. As reported by Wired, the toilets use pressure sensors in the urinals to control games on an LED screen above. One Life Left has had the pleasure of trying out the console, and we can tell you one thing for certain. You're in for a treat! You're, You're in. in. <laughs> oh, that's good, Anne. That's good. When did you try it out? I thought these were just in the men's urinals. Uh, urinals. They are, but anyone can go into them. Really? So you snuck into a man's urinals? With a bottle of water. Did you? Yeah. And which game did you play? Uh, oh, the one where you lift up a girl's skirt. With your... Yeah. Weird, huh? <laughs> that is weird. I liked the description for the one um, where the objective was to try and wee as hard as you can. Now, surely that's not an objective. Like, you can either. You are weeing as hard as you can by trying, aren't you? Are you? You are. You Maybe some of us have different speed bladders. <laughs> really? You've levelled up, have you? <laughs> yes. I chose to level up in that category. Uh, you get a choice. I went for size. Really? Yeah. I thought, I thought you went for. Oh. God. Rather than speed. <laughs> <laughs> what did you go oh, for, Anne? Just a well, she was too busy weeding up girls' skirts, really, by the sounds of it. Uh, um, that's the only reason I added that, because of the joke. It was, it was quite funny. It was good. 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 Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty impressed with that, Anne. Well done. Thanks. One life left video game news with Anne It's a very busy one life left. We've no time to hang around. Simon said, let's crack on. So we will. 
Uh, this is The Magnificent Meat Shower by Coda. It's good. Didn't write it, but thank you anyway. Thanks. Uh, as usual on One Life Left, all of our music, not all, but most of our music comes from 8bc.org. That's 8-Bit Collective, and it's all fabulous there. You should check it out. We are a video game radio show. We play music like this. We talk about video games. We talk about other things too. Uh, let's talk about our friends. Did you see the um, news on his list? Oh, uh, did I? I always check it. So, um, who was on it? Can we can remember? Um, One of the rowers was that last year. Yes. Who was who was on it? I, an old an old lady. An old, an old lady. lady was on it. Well, done, an old lady um, because she ran a post office. We should explain what the New Year's honors are for our oh, uh, yeah. American listeners and listeners in other countries. I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Isn't it just <laughs> the Queen going? Well done. Yeah, but is it? I think it's people telling the Queen. Yeah. No, sorry. I think we're being disingenuous, actually. No, no. But the Queen has advisors, doesn't she? So people are like, "Hey, because well, she's too busy." This person's pretty good. She doesn't. She she's can't too, know everybody. She's too busy playing football manager. Um. Mm. Rubs. They're they're awards, aren't they? They're they are. You know, um, polite hand clap saying, "Well done" to members of the British public who have served this country. Yeah. Well and true. I mean, they're not as good as the Games Media Awards, are they? They're not, but they're. A, a good second for those who can't achieve <laughs> the Games Media Awards 2009. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so, um, you know, with that, our ringing endorsement of the New Year's Honours list, uh, congratulations to friend of the show, Miles Jacobson. Amazing. Ob. Obby. I mean, for us, New Year's, reading the New Year's Honours list is always the happiest time of year. We're always, you know, we're delighted because it's great to see what the Queen thinks of people. Of old people. And, you know, running down those lists, you know, making notes of which ones which ones we should check out more after it. Oh, she thinks that person's good. Yeah. I'll go away and watch them, watch them rowing. But to see a friend of ours a on the New Year's... A friend of ours. A friend of ours on the New Year's Honours... Well, it made my year <laughs> already. I don't have to do anything no. for the rest of the year. It's done. No, so that's brilliant, isn't it? Congratulations. He joins a list of, uh, what are the games industry luminaries of one OBEs? Peter no, Molyneux. Molyneux has. What's he got? Is it, is it an OBE? Yeah, uh, I think so, yeah. Because you can get a CBE, an MBE and an OBE. I think the OBE is best. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, anyone else? Um, Ian Livingston. Livo. Guest of One Life Left. Friend of the show. Oh. Friend of the show. We, we've never had Molyneux on here, have we? Snob. We haven't. Why is that? Get Molyneux. Let's <laughs> get Molyneux. Um, so, yeah, that's good, um, but it's not good enough, is it? No, it's not, I mean, it's nice having friends on the list. It is, it is, but it's not as good as it could be. So I've been looking into this. Okay. So our project for this year, genuinely, yeah. is to get OBEs. Okay. Okay? Have we got a snappy name for this feature? OBEs left. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. no is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so maybe uh, Tom Brownwell can email in with um, an idea for what we should call this. But we are, I don't know, honours. Honours even. Honours. Let's brainstorm some other okay. time. Uh, we are going to try and get Genuinely New Year's try and get in the next year's New Year's honours list. But we're not just going to take a typically one life left. Hey, let's see how it happens. You know, slap that. We are going to be methodical. I've got a list. Okay. I went on Yahoo Answers. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that better or worse than Wiki? Um, I don't know. Uh, so um, the question posed by um, somebody on Yahoo Answers was, um, how do I get an OBE award? And it's from M. Jacobson. <laughs> It's not, obviously. Um, it's from Timmy, which I think is what um, Miles posts as. Um, so, uh, some, here we go. Uh, there are some uh, derogatory remarks, obviously. Um, uh, but you have to be, it says here, somebody says, you have to be fairly exceptional to get an OBE. Okay. Uh, okay hands tick. up. Hands up if you're fairly exceptional. Fairly. Three I mean, out of three yeah. hands. Um, Collectively, we're definitely fairly mm. exceptional. Yeah. But if you put in enough useful public service... Which is essentially what we're doing now. Right now, this is a public service. It is. is. You may get an MBE if you're lucky. Oh. Yeah? But we want the... (sighs) We need to be... We need to be more sure than luck. You know, we want to make this a guaranteed... Well, it's it's all about... I mean, you make your own luck, don't you, apparently? So, um, and here's someone else. Fiery says, um, you need to be extraordinarily talented at some worthwhile venture. Yes. Yeah? What what can you do? Well... We're doing it. Oh, yeah. Can you be um, slightly talented at some mediocre venture? 
<laughs> well, let's find out. Uh, it says anybody can be nominated, but only exceptional people are honoured uh, to be in with a chance of okay. seeing your candidate on the honours list. Because we can't nominate us. Actually, we can't nominate ourselves, but we, maybe we could nominate, nominate each, each other. other. Oh, but what if you got let's in and I didn't? That's the thing. This, I don't... What would happen, Simon? <laughs> what? Just hypothetically, I'm, I'm if you were nominated I'm in and we weren't... Then I'm sure that you would congratulate me, wouldn't you? And then me and Miles would sit at the We'd top table. We'd expect of... you to refuse. Really? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go on your behalf. Okay, so to be able to chance of seeing your candidate on the honours list, make sure the nomination has what it takes to make it all the way to Buckingham Palace, which we do. I've got an Oyster card. Oh, me too. <laughs> have to make sure it's topped up. Okay, has your nominee made, uh, made a difference uh, to their community or field of work? Brought um, dis... Have we? Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Have we brought distinction to British life and enhanced its reputation? Now, do you remember the Nordic Game Awards? Yes. Somebody described us, I think, not in the politest of manner, as the most British thing they'd ever seen. But hey, that's, that's true. A ringing endorsement. Isn't it? Yeah. Um, exemplified the best sustained and selfless voluntary service. This is pretty selfless. We don't get paid. Uh, listen, this one here. Carried the respect of their peers. <gasps> Mm. Games Media Award voted for by our peers. Improved the lot of those less able to help themselves, and we haven't done that. Um, No, wait, our contributors. What, are they less (laughs) (laughs) old? You know what? Those less able to help themselves is a polite way of describing people as, don't you? Just people that maybe don't have the right drive and ambition. Mm. They are motorised these days. Um, Displayed moral courage and vision in making and delivering tough choices. So, those are some of the things that we need to do, and I think, I think we do some of them. But maybe, to be sure, perhaps we should do a different one. Uh, exactly. Let's, let's go through the year. Um, I found a couple of other things. There's a website which has got a unique guaranteed win service. No win, no fee. For getting your own awards. Isn't that funny? Mm-hmm. And can you put, and I, do they do OBEs? I'm going to find, I have emailed them to see if they can get us an OBE, Brilliant. definitely. No, no win, no fee. What have we got to lose? Nothing. <laughs> the fee. So, um, I think what we should do is uh, is investigate this a little further, and then we'll come up with something next week, uh, like what we want to do. Yeah. A name Listeners, for the feature. Well, no, name for the feature, yeah. Listeners can subscribe, can uh, suggest what we what we do in order to tick that off the box. Yeah. Get to October, put our noms in, see you at the palace. <laughs> yeah? Brilliant. Derek. It's an exciting new year in gaming again, where, like most of the home entertainment industry, it's all about 3D in your home. Simply having your house in 3D isn't enough. No, you need your TVs and handhelds to somehow display these three-dimensional images as well. Presumably this means that, like in films, games are now going to be filled with things sticking out at the screen at you at every opportunity. The 3DS is supposed to be quite the revelation, but I've not seen it, so I can't really comment. Battery life isn't looking good, though, is it? Also, just like pretty much every year previous, this is undoubtedly going to be the year of the eye thing in gaming. Well, I'm thoroughly enjoying owning one myself, especially as there's loads of great stuff available legally for absolutely nothing every day. Like Broken Sword was recently, which is excellent, obviously. Then the OLL had done some kind of interview with its creator. I'm sure it would have been quite interesting and informative. Possibly even worth broadcasting more than once. I'm Derek Williams, and if you didn't catch my free market economy performance at Christmas, why not come to Game City Nights on the 28th of January and see me there? That was Derek Williams and his free market economy. All rights to that feature are owned by One Life Left. (laughs) We made you, Derek. What we is he doing? Break you. Well, he's broken away from us by the sounds of it. Well, good luck. He can he can take himself, but he can't take the uh, free market economy cross, brand name. Cross him. When we submit our stuff to the Queen, I'm going to not mention Derek Williams. Write um, that down. Yeah, I'm going to write that down here. It says actually, um, there are two. There's one in mid June, so we can warm up. Brilliant.
brilliant. See if Let's see try we'll get and get on, on that oh, one. Okay, that's good. Um, and actually, I, was, I, I had a thought when I wasn't listening to Derek. Um, no one in the games industry is uh, knighted. <sighs> same list, apparently. Same list. What does that make me? Dame. Dame Anne Scoops Scantlebury and yeah. Cub Tom Brownwell. <laughs> Dear um, Yahoo Answers, how many people drink fabric softener? Oh, you were looking at something different, were you? <laughs> I, I drink fabric softener like it's pop. That was it. That's it's a- unsaleable for someone to drink it as much as me. Sometimes I freeze my fabric softener water and just chew on the ice and drink on the water like I am right now. Can you tell me how many people drink fabric softener? This was going to be your goal for 2011. This was your proposal, was it? Best answer, not me. <laughs> so there we go. Um, nice. We are One Life Left. We are a video game radio show. We are going to be talking about video games from now... Until the hour of eight o'clock. Um, yeah, did you see that they issued the best-selling games of the year? I didn't see that, no. Did they? No. no. Who was it? Oh, wait. I did see that. Okay. I can tell you who's at number one. Go on, then. Oh, Codblops. Codblops. Yeah. Codblops. Yeah. Codblops. FIFA 11 in at number two. And what was number three? Uh, Chime. No, what? Wow. What a segue. Um, Chime uh, sold loads on Steam. Did it? There was a sale. I can't remember how many, but, but quite a lot. You, um, obviously because they don't include download data here, otherwise you would be definitely third in the all-format oh, chart in 2000. I did not know that, which is why Shame, I said. Isn't it? Sorry. Um, something I was going to say. Yeah, we know. Chime. What about it? One Life Left exclusive. PS3 version coming soon. <gasps> Can you date it, Steve? Can't say any more. Can't say any more, but... Pretty what colour is it? Pretty <laughs> What colour? I would say there's definitely uh, some um, purple. Oh, I was going to go for magenta. Well, there you go. That's your news hound. Make your it. games. Yeah. I didn't make it. Your so. news hound instinct. So uh, that's one I've had to exclusive. exclusive. Didn't we have a bet on the Christmas number one before Christmas? We did, and I don't think. What, what did I say? I won. No, I won. I no, I won. Uh, what was it? I think I won. Um, second best-selling um, Nintendo DS game. Second. Oh. Well, the top was Professor Layton and the Lost Future. Nintendogs. No. Uh, New Super Mario Brothers, a game oh. that's been out for years. Mm. Maybe everybody well, forgot they had it. I bet there was a lot. <laughs> no, there'll have been a lot of bundles with uh, with new yeah. DSs, Christmas presents, and stuff. I reckon. Interesting for that. Hmm. Mm. Okay. That was that was your 2010 listeners. What, if, what on earth were you doing? <laughs> if you uh, if you have any chart data you'd like to email <laughs> in, <laughs> do email to team at onelifeleft uh, We will have the letters section right after this.
One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM and across the world on the internet. Globally. We were from front of iTunes over Christmas. Yeah. Were we? I saw that. Isn't Thank that goodness, as you said, it was one of our finest shows. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. If you're listening right now, thank you so much for yeah. tolerating us through the rough times. And if you're newsli- a new listener... There have been no rough times. It's been all of this quality. It literally has been goal. Yeah. all of this quality. Um, if you want to email in, uh, you can email to... Team at OneLifeLeft.com And if you want to join the One Life Left chat room, you can do so at... www.tinyurl.com slash chat. That reminds me, actually, I'd rather uh, presumptuously, if you want to see the rules about getting us um, an OBE, uh, head to tinyurl.com forward slash OLL OBE. I thought we'd just kind of keep changing up to like to uh, update our progress and stuff like that. But the rules on getting us an OBE, uh, tinyurl.com. OLL OBE. Excellent. Who's starting? Uh, I've got three. So, um, just a quick one. Andrew emailed in uh, from Southampton um, who, uh, to point out something we said in the last show. He said, Lloyd's TSB £1 overseas transaction fee only applies to debit transactions. For this reason, I'm buying Game Dev Story using my credit card. That was when I was moaning about having to pay an extra pound for using my debit card for buying something foreign. Thanks, Andrew. That's 50, top tip. It was reduced to 59p I know. over Christmas. I still didn't buy it. Really? I, I bought the light version. Didn't really like it. Oh. Next, um. uh, Hello team, this email slash letter has very little to do with video games, but in fairness, One Life Left has very little to do with video games, right? True. Anyway, this is a shameless plug for my website, Words vs. Robots, which I think, uh, I like to think your listeners would enjoy very much. Words vs. Robots is a 365-day project where every day I use a random word generator to pick a word. I then draw a robot using that word as inspiration. I would like to take full credit for uh, concocting this project, but it was actually Steve's idea. Oh. Tell people that. <laughs> I understand he is usually quite egotistical, true, about things that come from his brain, but he has been a perfect gentleman and has let me bask in the full glory of my silly little robot drawings. I would still like to acknowledge his input though. Anyway, the website is uh, words versus the word versus words versus. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get no ridiculous URL. No, no visitors. Stop. Start again. Words versus robots.com and the verse is not BS, it's the actual word. Um, thank you kindly for pumping out my product. Lots of love, Rio Garcia. Uh, thanks, Rio. Can you do OBEs versus robots tomorrow? Words versus the word versus. <laughs> You're listening to Steve Curran's One Life Left, and we have a letter from Cat Stevens. Dear team, I'm gutted, absolutely gutted. I spent at least four minutes writing you a lovely Christmas card, and it appears to have gotten lost in the post. I wonder whether Cat adopted the One Life Left England (laughs) addressing system. Still haven't received anything like that. Either that or you just plain ignored it, but I don't believe that for a second. Perhaps I was too specific with the address. Perhaps there is more than one Resonance FM in London. Oh well, you live and learn. I love the latest show and especially the letter to me. How exciting. Have you ever thought about turning your show into a listener guest dating service? Actually, I have a friend who would love to meet Stephen Poole. (laughs) Perhaps that could be your new thing for 2011. It could be. We could do that. Yeah, if you fancy anybody in the games industry, we'll get them on. You come in and I'll buy a hat. Hook up. Anyway, I hope you all have a grand time at the Christmas bash. I didn't because I wasn't there. Simon and Anne had a grand time time. to a point, (laughs) which we're not allowed to talk about. Uh, I'd love to have come along, but I'm leaving country a few hours for my Christmas holes. I'll have a Mai Tai on the beach in your honour. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to you all. Cat, thanks, Cat. Yes, I meant to say Anne. Sorry for sloping off first thing in the morning. I hope hope you didn't mind. You left far earlier than that, Simon. Didn't want to wake you. Hello team, um, says Mark Wilkins. Apologies for my missing the RL Christmas party last year. Good use of the last year. Um, I actively attempted to, but was thwarted by an idiot coach driver who took 12 hours to drive from Birmingham, time I could have conceivably used to play a medium-length video game to completion. Can you recommend a game of roughly 12 hours duration I can stop at home and play next year if it snows again, as coach journey was, frankly, hellish. Bestest, Mark X. Um, enslaved. Shall I PS3? <laughs> That's it from now. Okay. <laughs> For the rest of the year. 
Um, sing star take that. Obviously. Uh, hello team, possibly plus a super special guest, but more likely not. I hope you all had a good Christmas and a happy new year. I really enjoyed the Christmas party, although I doubt many others did after my rendition of Birdhouse in Your Soul and Regulate. I also used the, opp- um, used the opportunity to speak to Leo Tam and ask him why he spells his name incorrectly. However, my mum and my brother weren't impressed that I went to London for a gaming podcast until we watched Louis Spence's Christmas show Christmas showbiz because part of that show was set in the blue posts. I won't. Once I'd told my family I'd been in the very same pub where a very camp dancer had glitzed past, I went way up in their estimations. Luckily, Louis wasn't there when Simon sang Erasures A Little Respect or my slash fiction could have come true. Cheerio, Ben. Is that what we're not allowed to talk about? Yeah. Hello, team. This is from Dan. Hello, team. I missed you over the holidays. I kept missing the live show, so I've been stuck listening to the podcast when they are published. Okay, thanks, Dan. brackets three months later? Maybe. <laughs> Oh, nothing. What, what with all the end-of-year polls, everyone in the world knows what everyone's favourite game of 2010 is by now, so I thought I'd ask some other questions of the team. What is your favourite game ever where you play as a girl? Simon. You play as a girl? Too made up. What is your favourite puzzle game of all time? Anne. It's Bejeweled a puzzle. Game. Anne. Favourite puzzle game of all time? Bejeweled. Anne. Chime. Very good. <laughs> and ignoring Angry Birds, Cut the Rope and Anything by Popcat, what is your bestest mobile phone game? Uh, I have to confess, it's still NetHack. That's all I've been playing. Uh, I genuinely recommend it. Like, you should absolutely play it. It's free. It's brilliant. What, on mobile? Yeah. Uh, there's ports of it for iPhone and Android. Interesting. Right, last one. So we've got a future out because uh, of, of our break. Cameron Davis writes, Good day, team super special guest. Um, his question uh, what do you all think of Jeff Minter's new game Minotaur Rescue I think it's uh, sorry before I tell you what he thinks what do you think of it I've not played it Anne? I haven't played I didn't even know it existed right well I bought it today 59p oh, bought yeah. it in the app store I good research you're going to claim that back <laughs> I'll do yeah I'll be submitting my expenses um my camera says he thinks it's pretty ace fantastic controls that act like a virtual trackball I'll be reviewing it next week Ooh. actually I won't I'm not here next week I haven't told you this yet what uh holiday request got a few more to go to get out of that Steve um, <laughs> that's uh, compassionate leave <laughs> thank you um, he also says that. I think most importantly um, he says he started a site to help people remember games they used to love but can't remember the name of it's at www.whatwasthatgame.com please get a, give it a look if you get a chance hugs and kisses looking forward to your tour of Australia Cameron see you I there. am too yeah, when see are you we going to do it when are we going to do it? Let's, let's literally do challenge. it. Let's, okay. literally do let's, it. Do let's it. go to Australia. So, uh, someone else who was at the Christmas party, Craig the Rage McClellan. Oh. It's January 1st, 2011. You're lying on the floor in your living room, slash kitchen, slash dining room, slash squalid dungeon of onanism and dread. Pissed on Sheep Morrison's rosé, and the smell of your own corned beef and scotch egg farts. You look up at the television, and catch sight of the guitarist from Kasabian, Chugging his way through the big post-midnight jam on Jules Holland's New Year's Boogie Woogie Abyss. You gently lower your face back onto the sour cream smelling carpet and sleep. You awaken to a low mechanical hum emanating apparently from the floor beneath you. You effortfully, groaningly leave yourself up to a kneeling position. Push the carpet to one side and flatten your hands against the butterscotch angel delight covered lino, unable to locate the source. It's shifted now. You eventually trace the noise to the centre of your own body and realise with some disappointment that it's nothing more than the constant low hum of discontent emanating from your very core, the nagging existential toothache that rocks you to sleep each night and nudges you awake each morning, each time with a fresh emotional revelation about the achingly humdrum reality of your own life. You sleep again. You awaken to a cacophony of guttural animal hoots. Blazing around the television, is not the documentary on Bonobo Apes that you expected, but the first in the new series of misanthropy fuel game show, Take Me Out. Hosted by Paddy McGuinness, a man with a face like a learning disabled kneecap, Take Me Out was originally called simply I Am Terrified of Women, and involved a hundred men punching a football until it bursts, and then driving a remote-controlled car through the hymen of a 16-year-old Essex girl. This is Britain. This is life. You sleep. It's January 2nd, 2011. 
you get a new high score on Angry Birds. You feel a bit better. to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is My Name is 88 Astronauts by Mr. Ross and the 88 Astronauts. Cheers, Mr. Ross and the 88 Astronauts. I think uh, that that's a sample from The Twilight Zone in the background, which I've been watching. I've been making my way through all 100-odd episodes. Brilliant. Really, really good. 50 years old, Twilight Zone. Right. Nothing to do with video games. Do you not have any video game Twilight Zones? Yeah. We should no, do one. Not, not from 1960, no. They had video games in the 60s. Did they? Which ones? Space War. End of 64, was not it? Maybe, something like I that. I think there was a book with that information on it. There were loads, <laughs> of, loads of video game books, actually, I, I saw over Christmas. Really? Yeah. Was, 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 who did the 100, 100 video games to play before you die? There was oh. a 1001. Was that, was yeah. that the one you yeah, knew about? I, there was no way I was going to read that. Didn't have Ico in it. Did it not? <laughs> Who wrote it? Is it? Is it? Sorry, before it's a we collaboration go, between. Before we go on, is it anybody? Is it any of our friends? Yeah. Right, okay. Well, it's good then. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just an oversight. But it does, actually, maybe we should adopt the other. It's a rubbish game. Oh, that's controversial. Actually, it might have been Shadow of the Colossus. One of the two, isn't it? Right. And they're both the same. Both rubbish. Right. <laughs> or if one of them's in there, then that's the not rubbish. Okay. Uh, anyway, um, and sort of a video game related film. Over Christmas. True story. Really? Uh, Tron? No. War Games? No. Um, Daryl? No. <laughs> There's loads. Tomb yeah. Raider no. and yeah, uh, Prince of Persia. None of those. What was it then? Uh, King of Kong. Finally, I watched it. That's the best. Um, so hang, so wh- why is it taking you so long, Anne? Because I had a clear out of all my DVDs and I found it. So you did you buy it or were you given it? I bought it a while ago. But but then but then you completely forgot. Yeah. Because it wasn't shoes. <laughs> well, it wasn't on. View, it wasn't in. View right. Immediately, but then uh, <laughs> I found it. Right. And it was very exciting because I uh, watched obviously small clips of it. Yeah, obviously. Obviously, <laughs> and then the news in September last year that Chris Weeby had. Um. Yeah. Had mm. he? That's his brother, is it? I was close to getting us thrown off air first show. For goodness sake. Uh, Yeah, so John Weeby, what? No, wait, Derek's his son. Roger. (laughs) Stan. Clive Weeby. (laughs) No, come on, yes, anyway, who's playing Pac Man? Shut (laughs) up. What is his name? Mr. Weeby. Yeah. Derek's his son. Dave Weeby. 
Simon. No. <laughs> anyway, I watched it. It was brilliant. Who did you think came out best? Um, Steve Weeby or... Um, Steve. Oh, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> I said that because I was too busy trying to change the name of Billy oh. Mitchell as well. Chris. Where did, the, where did Chris come from, for goodness sake? Well, maybe, um, maybe the Christmas party. Yeah, obviously, Steve Weeby came out of it best. Obviously. You, obviously, because you love Obviously it. not. You've just walked into Steve's trap. Billy Mitchell. Please fight. The best. Why? Because he's not... Well, I was going to say a bad word as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is the sort of film that gets you excited, gets you annoyed, gets you angry. It's the sort of film worth getting passionate about. He won't come out Billy Mitchell live. knows what he is. Right? And he plays to that stereotype. He's interesting. He's a cheat. cheat. I'd be careful of what you say. (laughs) Ian Botham said that about Philip Hughes during The Ashes, got in a lot of trouble for it. Then reiterated it. Bring it on Mitchell. Really? Why is he a cheat? Uh, Because. When has he cheated? He wouldn't come out and play live. That's not cheating. It's cowardice. That's cowardice. It's a different thing. <laughs> he's a coward, and he's a cheat because uh, he is friends. Like it's ridiculous that he's friends with all the referees and all. Like, what? It's well, corruption runs deep, doesn't it? Sorry, yes. It's ridiculous. <laughs> twin You're telling him who he can be friends with. Yeah, Seb Platter, the twin. Gal- I think it's bad that the man that was the um, the competitor to the to the title was able to go to his mates look i don't think this guy should win it you need to go around his house you need mm-hmm. to undo all of his games console. so it's unfair to have doubts to check everything's above board no, what are you, you trying to hide friends around to what are you trying Steve? to hide i wouldn't do that for you what are you trying to hide can you uh, write down um get, listen. The, get get the donkey kong world record as well as um, our list we of should we should agree okay I, th- I think maybe this is not an argument we can solve for who is the second best person in the documentary. I think we can both agree that the best person is Mr. Awesome. <laughs> Roy <laughs> Schultz. Oh, yeah. Just totally. If anyone wants to know um, what to get me for the uh, for my birthday, which is in uh, February. Uh, one month, one... February one month, four days. On four days. Valentine's Day. Aww. If you haven't got anyone special to send a card to, <laughs> why not send one to me instead? Or a present. Uh, you can get me Roy Schultz's Guide to Girls. Is it a guy to girls? <laughs> Better be. Just get me anything by Roy Schultz. Did, did you enjoy it though, Anne? Yeah, I it's really loved it. One of the it. best documentaries, yeah, isn't it? It's so good. It really is so good. I started this feature early last year and I actually managed to record two shows before, you know, life got in the way. However, I was able to be at uh, the One Life Left Christmas Party, where I was corralled by Simon at performing an excerpt from the latest issue of my zine, which you may or may not know shares the same title as this feature. So, to start off this year with hopefully more recordings from me, I'm going to perform one of the same excerpts now, which does mean that if you're at the One Life Left Christmas Party, you'll be hearing it for the second time. So, sorry about that. Departure by Alan Wake. The Lost, Lost Manuscript Pages. Wake tries to run. I knew Alice was out there, lost somewhere in the darkness. Surrounded by it myself, I gripped my torch in my hand tightly, as if I was a glowing talisman that could somehow protect me from demons I could not yet see. I flung myself forward into a sprint, into the direction I hoped would lead me to her. Two seconds later, my heart exploding in my chest, I slowed to a jog. The late nights and hard-drinking lifestyle of a novelist with writer's block were too much. I knew that even with the devil himself chasing me, I would never manage to run more than a couple of feet without impotently running out of breath. That's Matthew Kumar. (laughs) That's Matthew Dot Kumar. Uh, um, Are you all right? (laughs) (laughs) Why did you suddenly start speaking like that? Uh, It's just something I do. It's (laughs) my party trick for um, for 2011. Dot EXP. Excellent stuff. It's his fanzine... Uh, and you should. It's not dot exp, is it? It's exp dot. We, well, we didn't want to correct you, didn't you? No, because yeah. you. Heard good, us. good. You finally know who, <laughs> uh, who's in charge. So uh, I should mention as well. Earlier in the show, we played "Broken Heart" by Format, which is another brilliant chip tune. Time for our first review section of 2011. Who's going to start? I will. Really? What have you been playing, Anne? Connect. No. Well, Connect Adventures. Really? No other games. Oh, okay. Thus far. So, did you buy it? 
Nope. You got given it for Christmas? No, I just went around a friend's house. Oh, oh okay. Who right. has a bigger flat? Because I, I thought when I saw you tweeting, I thought, oh, you've got a port connect. I thought, like, mm-hmm. finally. No. New year, new you. No. no. New year. <laughs> same year. Same year. <laughs> yeah. Different flat. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I saw in the new year uh, playing connect. That was the very first thing that I did in 2011. Okay. And I, at first I was like, this is amazing. So good. And then I looked, I, I looked at myself and I was an, an idiot. <laughs> jumping around, really like... Going for it. Going around. No, because you can't, you can't leave the screen, so you can't go around. <sighs> That's terrible. I have First principle of video games. Yes. Always make sure you can go around. Always. Um, Is there a good video game where you can't go around? No. Things I'll take that. <laughs> Apart from that, always an exception that proves the rule. Exactly. Um, yeah, but... Um, I mean, it definitely... Like, obviously, I've not played connect before and it definitely did feel weird not having anything in my hands and jumping around and everything and it actually knowing that I was there um I mean connect adventures is fine right it was totally fine totally fine <laughs> just nothing doing what do you do in it jump up up and down oh, right, okay. go go along you go along because yeah. you can't really go around trying to innovate yeah mm. um so how many people were playing these games with you well so there was only we kind of did a thing where there was only one of us playing at one time because the room wasn't very big, mm. and then we were just. We did warn in. them. We did warn Microsoft, didn't we, about yeah. this? Yeah. We said yeah. this would happen. Uh, so we just had to tag team in, which meant so you uh, play ever increasing difficulties of, of the levels. But if you haven't played for four people, you come in. Oh. What? <sighs> this is ridiculously hard. Um, yeah, so it was quite a fun party game. Right. But you couldn't get two people in there because. I mean, Microsoft should really give away bigger flats with the games. <laughs> right, yeah. that's, good. that's all I have to say about that. Uh, 7 out of 10, I reckon. Uh, good. I played um, I played a lot over Christmas, actually. Really? Yeah, um, I, I surprised myself. Mm. Um, I was going to try and finish Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, but didn't. Um, I, bought, I spent a lot of money on the App Store. Oh, really? Yeah, there was a sale on. Lots mm. of sales on. Lots of games, 59p. Um, one, one of which... Uh, wasn't World of Goo, which cost me five ninety nine. Five ninety nine, yeah, for something that doesn't exist. Uh, yeah, it's probably the definitive version of it. Actually, it's really, 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 really lovely. What um, makes it definitiver well, than the other versions? Like Connect, your body is the, well. Let's say your body, your finger is the controller here, rather than a oh, mouse or a, or a remote. My finger's reasonably accurate, mm. um, and so yeah, I made um, lots of towers of goo. So, yeah, it's good. I've got quite far, actually, in it. Okay. Yeah, I'm doing well. It's good. Very, yeah, highly recommended. Score? 7 out of 10. It's good. Excellent. Well done. I've been playing International Cricket 2010 <laughs> on the PS3. Which okay, I, when, when did that come out? Uh, 2009, <laughs> I assume. Uh, I bought it on Amazon for the princely sum of £12. Uh, That's still a lot for an old game, isn't it? Like There was this witch report about how games lose their value quicker than cars. Apart from international no. cricket. Oh, okay. No, it's, I mean, uh, maybe it came out in 2010. I don't know. I don't pay attention to these things. Uh, and, yeah, I, I sort of enjoyed it. It's really interesting in that, that it's, it seems uh, like it's been produced to try and... It's, it's very... Cricket is quite a complicated sport, right? Don't and you worry about it, Anne. We'll take care of the cricket. It's quite difficult to uh, to, I think make in the video I'm having trouble talking <laughs> it's first show Can back we are a little rusty no okay what do you so, do in cricket so in cricket you've got to hit the ball you win um, the they've obviously tried to tread a fine line between making it too, uh, too to, between oversimplifying it and making it too complex for anyone to play so they've gone they've erred on the complex side it took quite a while to learn go through the tutorials and there isn't that much depth behind all of that stuff but if you like cricket like me it is a lot of fun to bring out the batsmen you know and love and play like them and make yourself giggle because Trot comes out and he just pads up to everything and forward fences even though you might need a big score or Peterson comes out and tries to hook the first ball for six yeah. and gets out and then storms back to the back to the clubhouse. Storms back to his pop star wife. Yeah, so all of that's really, really good. Um, at the end, like, it's at its best, obviously, in two-player mode when it becomes essentially like cricket-themed scissor, paper, stone. And it's great fun when you catch people out and uh, there's a lot of pressure. It does all of that stuff very well. I basically really enjoyed it. It's probably £10, £12. It's imperfect, but enjoyable. Is there a sledging button? 
There isn't, but what I, I will, you've reminded me of my favourite bit of the game. Thanks. Well done, thank you. Thanks. Uh, was in the tutorials. So it teaches you, uh, you know, it teaches you how to uh, cut it to square, or it teaches you how to play a forward defensive, it teaches you how to protect your wicket and stuff. But it also brilliantly teaches you how to leave the ball. <laughs> so in cricket, sometimes the best thing to do is not to play a stroke at all, to just watch the ball go by. Lee Alexander listens. I've already told her this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Give so, tips. so uh, rather than you know trying to play a stroke at something that's going to miss your off stump and risk cutting it to the slips um, instead you manage to just leave it so the tutorial teaches you to not press a button excellent so the bowler runs difficult? in and <laughs> well, it goes <laughs> it goes don't press a button and the bowler runs in and you just have to sit there with the controller <laughs> in your hands and then it goes well done <laughs> well left and then it asks you to do it again just in case that wasn't <laughs> exactly you were really trying which kept missing was, yeah I thought it was excellent so I would give that 7 out of 10 good now we have um, that isn't the end of the review section it has been all season pretty much hasn't it it's been a while but not this time she's back it's our um, lead reviewer <laughs> Talia hey Talia hey Simon so this is your first proper review of the year maybe what game are you going to pick for us uh, presuming something that came out just before Christmas I'm presuming one five or six years ago <laughs> So what are you, you going to review for us this week? Sing Star. Sing Star. Now, so um, I'd imagine what with it being only five or six years old that um, some of our listeners won't have heard of it. Can you tell us, tell them what happens in it? Basically, uh, you have this um, sort of mic and you choose... A sort of mic. It's a mic, okay? It's like, it, yeah. And um, you sort of like, you... Um, sing all these songs and it's really fun right so it's like so it's basically karaoke in a way what makes it a game a way <laughs> <laughs> what uh, and so what what are your favorite songs on it this is known as dead air that's a good song <laughs> have you been singing any muse yeah you haven't because you can't get muse on singstar <laughs> Have you played SingStar? Yeah, but, yeah. But you don't appear to be—you don't appear to be able to remember any of the songs in it. But bring my, blame my brain. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't help us here, though, does it? No. Uh, what's the best bit about SingStar? Can you um, remember? Oh uh, yes. Um, the best bit is being able to sing your favourite song. Like what? Uh, Girls Aloud. That's your favourite song. Your favourite song is Girls Aloud. No, that's the people who sung it. The people? Yeah. Which song? Uh, uh, actually, the Saturdays, yeah. <laughs> okay, I think the Saturdays are quite despicable. Don't you think they're, they are, they're overly commercialised? What's that mean? Yes or no? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the worst thing about SingStar? Uh? What's the worst thing about SingStar? Well, if, if you know where there's um when you're singing, there's like the graphics are bad. Like right, so, so, so you sing so poorly, you make the graphics bad. Oh my, Simon, I'm gonna get you next. You give things our score out of ten, please. Seven, please. She's still got it. Hasn't <laughs> she got she it? Has. She remembers the score at least. Yeah. Uh, well done, Talia. Uh, that was our review Welcome section. Welcome home. Consistent this month. Yeah. This week. This year, in fact. Exactly, yeah. It's been, um, it's been a good year for games, isn't it? Because we are approaching the end of our first show. The biggest show. <laughs> the biggest show of the year. Of the year so far. But I think we'll get bigger next week. Definitely, yeah. That's what I'm going to level up in. <laughs> That's a callback. <laughs> so, yeah, that was good. Um, it's good that we've laid out our intentions for the rest of the it's year. It's good that we've set the bar. Yeah. I, think, I definitely think it's doable. Well, mm. then let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Um, thank Chris, you. Chris, Chris is our engineer. Do you think we can get? Do you think that we can get OBEs this year? I think you're nailed on. Well, there you, you go. What were you on. saying about if Miles could do it, then we definitely could. I'd say if Miles can do it, then you really have been overlooked, haven't you? And how, how old did you think Miles was? Seven. <laughs> Out of ten. <laughs> very good. Very good. Very good. Very good. Very good. Um, so yes, we will be um, 
back next week, of course, for Excellent. the second yes. episode of 2010, 11, 2010, that's, a, oh, that's right, no. yeah. 2010 slash 11. This season. Uh, <laughs> we will be back then uh, for an even bigger show. Uh, thank you to all our contributors this week. Thank you to you for listening. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can email... Team at onelifeleft.com. You can also follow our Twitter, which is at... Twitter.com slash onelifeleft. We have all the other things like uh, Facebook and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Are we on Quora? We're not on Quora. <laughs> let's get on it. Okay. We'll have a Quora by next week. Let's go and ask them how to get OBEs. Also, let's all four square ourselves. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Mayor, Mayor of One Life Left. Yes, it's good to be back. See you next week. Bye bye. <laughs>